Today's May the 1st. What was the result of David's sin? Let's find out together as we read 2 Samuel 13 to 15. As we work our way through the Bible now, uh, we've come to the, the core of David's kingdom. Uh, the first half of Second Kings deals with how David ascended uh, to the throne. Now we come to chapter uh, uh, 11 and 12, which is David's sin with Bathsheba, and 13 to 15, which are the results. David's sin with Bathsheba resulted in a statement by the prophet Nathan in chapter 12, verse 10, from this time on, your family will live by the sword. That's what we see in chapter 13. Um, David has uh, several sons. One of them falls in love with his half-sister. He uh, tricks her into coming into his bedroom. He rapes her, and then he hates her, and he he uh, gets rid of her. He casts her out. Um, her full brother, Absalom, takes revenge on the half-brother, um, Amnon, by killing him. Uh, when David finds out, uh, Absalom flees and uh, doesn't see his father for several years. In chapter 14, uh, David's key general, Joab, arranges for Absalom to return. Now, Absalom is uh, very popular in Israel. And although I'm not sure exactly why Joab arranges for his return, it may be that he thought that David needed Absalom's popularity. Well, Absalom uh, returns and begins to see an opportunity. He is indeed very popular. By chapter 15, Absalom camps out at the city gate. And when a person comes to present a case, a legal case before David, Absalom stops them, no matter who it is, and says, oh, I agree with you. You've got a great case here. I just wish my father would uh, be a just king. Well, you know, any case presented before David, somebody wins, somebody loses. And the loser will go away thinking, boy, if Absalom had been king, I may have won. By the end of chapter 15, Absalom actually um, has himself crowned king. He surrounds himself with followers. And then he goes to Hebron, where David was crowned king, and he has himself crowned king. David takes a quick assessment of what's going on and realizes he's in deep trouble. So David actually flees the city of David. Absalom returns and sets up shop as Israel's temporary king. 
Let's read this story. 1 Samuel, uh, 2 Samuel, chapters 13 to 15. 2 Samuel 13 to 15, New Living Translation. 2 Samuel 13. Now David's son Absalom had a beautiful sister named Tamar, and Amnon, her half-brother, fell desperately in love with her. Amnon became so obsessed with Tamar that he became ill. She was a virgin, and Amnon thought he could never have her. But Amnon had a very crafty friend, his cousin Jonadab. He was the son of David's brother Shimeah. One day Jonadab said to Amnon, What's the trouble? Why should the son of a king look so dejected morning after morning? Amnon told him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Well, Jonadab said, I'll tell you what to do. Go back to bed and pretend you're ill. When your father comes to see you, ask him to let Tamar come and prepare some food for you. Tell him you'll feel better if she prepares it as you watch and feeds you with her own hands. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be sick. And when the king came to see him, Amnon asked him, Please let my sister Tamar come and cook my favorite dish as I watch. Then I can eat it from her own hands. So David agreed and sent Tamar to Amnon's house to prepare some food for him. When Tamar arrived at Amnon's house, she went to the place where he was lying down so he could watch her mix some dough. Then she baked his favorite dish for him. But when she set the serving tray before him, he refused to eat. Everyone, get out of here, Amnon told his servants. So they all left. Then he said to Tamar, Now bring the food into my bedroom and feed it to me here. So Tamar took his favorite dish to him. But as she was feeding him, he grabbed her and demanded, Come to bed with me, my darling sister. No, my brother, she cried. Don't be foolish. Don't do this to me. Such wicked things are not done in Israel. Where could I go in my shame? You would be called one of the greatest fools in Israel. Please, just speak to the king about it. He'll let you marry me. But Amnon wouldn't listen to her. Since he was stronger than she was, he raped her. Then suddenly Amnon's love turned to hate, and he hated her even more than he had loved her. Get out of her, he snarled at her. No, no, Tamar cried. Sending me away now is worse than what you've already done to me. But Amnon wouldn't listen to her. He shouted for his servant and demanded, Throw this woman out. Lock the door behind her. So the servant put her out and locked the door behind her. She was wearing a long, beautiful robe, as was the custom in those days for the king's virgin daughters. But now Tamar tore her robe, put ashes on her head, and then, with her face in her hand, she went away crying. Her brother Absalom saw her and asked, Is it true that Amnon has been with you? Well, my sister, keep quiet for now since he's your brother. Don't worry about it. So Tamar lived as a desolate woman in her brother Absalom's house. When King David heard what had happened, he was very angry. And though Absalom never spoke to Amnon about this, he hated Amnon deeply because of what he had done to his sister. Two years later, when Absalom's sheep were being sheared at Baal Hazor near Ephraim, Absalom invited all the king's sons to come to a feast. When the king said, my sheep shears are now at work. Would the king and his servants please come to celebrate the occasion with me? The king replied, No, my son, if we all came, we'd be too much of a burden on you. But Absalom pressed him. The king would not come, though he gave Absalom his blessing. Well then, Absalom said, If you can't come, 
How about sending my brother Amnon with us? Why Amnon, the king asked. But Absalom kept on pressing the king until he finally agreed to let all his sons attend, including Amnon. So Absalom prepared a feast fit for a king. Absalom told his men, wait until Amnon gets drunk, then at my signal, kill him. Don't be afraid, I'm the one who's given the command. Take courage and do it. So at Absalom's signal, they murdered Amnon. The other sons of the king jumped on their mules and fled. As they were on their way back to Jerusalem, the report reached David. Absalom has killed all the king's sons. Not one is left alive. The king got up, tore his robe, and threw himself on the ground. His advisors also tore their clothes in horror and sorrow. But just then Jonadab, the son of David's brother Shimea, arrived and said, No, don't believe all the king's sons have been killed. It was only Amnon. Absalom has been plotting this ever since Amnon raped his sister Tamar. No, my lord the king, your sons aren't all dead. It was only Amnon. Meanwhile, Absalom escaped. Then the watchman on the Jerusalem wall saw a great crowd coming down the hill on the road from the west. He ran to tell the king, I see a crowd of people coming from the Horonayim road along the side of the hill. Look, Jonadab told the king, there they are now. The king's sons are coming, just as I said. They soon arrived, weeping and sobbing, and the king and all his servants wept bitterly with them. And David mourned many days for his son Amnon. Absalom fled to his grandfather, Talmai, son of Amihud, the king of Jeshur. He stayed in Jeshur for three years. King David, now reconciled to Amnon's death, longed to be reunited with his son, Absalom. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll find out if David was indeed a good king.